If you're a giver, a carer, or have a passion or belief to serve others, are you sharing your wisdom, knowledge, and compassion with yourself just as much as you do with others? Hello, and welcome to this episode of Overcoming Anxiety with Dawn Morgan. Good afternoon, good evening, or good morning to you all. Hello and welcome to Overcoming Anxiety with Dawn Morgan. Good morning, good afternoon or good evening, wherever you may be. Do you put others first? Do you give yourself a guilt trip? Do you respond to someone's passive aggressive tactics that leave you feeling like you don't have a choice? With thoughts such as, what will they think if I don't do whatever? Or they need me? Or am I a bad person if I say no? I experience this all the time. I like doing things for others, helping them, looking after them, and have this really bad habit of putting my needs way down the priority list. Many of us are taught from a young age that there is a hierarchy of importance when it comes to people. I grew up in a patriarchal family where the men were in charge, but actually, in reality, the women were in charge of pretty much everything except being considered to be in charge. And what I mean by that is we... We served the men in the family. We did everything for them, their meals, their washing, their ironing, just like good women in an old-fashioned way. And that is old-fashioned, I know, but it was how it was. And although the women dealt with everything, the men were in charge. I saw the way a woman had to behave to achieve their aims and goals whilst not allowing the man to lose face or have their ego bruised. Some see that as manipulation, but it was more about persuasion and gently allowing the man to see any ideas as their own. It's no wonder why men now see women as manipulative when this was how we were raised. As a girl, I learned to serve others, to put certain people's needs above my own because they were more important. Men were more important than women. Strange to consider this now in 2022. And I was even paid openly much less than a man when I was doing the same job. I was also taught that other categories of people were more important than me. Adults of any gender, people in authority, bosses, teachers, police, etc. My place in the world was to serve, to comply, to be a good girl, to recognise my place in the hierarchy, which was pretty low down in the chain, actually. I understood that my place was to stay working class and look after my husband and children. When I was serving in the RAF and wanted to get married, I had to ask permission. And this was in the 80s, less than 40 years ago. So why do I bring this up? Nowadays, we see things a little differently. We see women and men as equal. Well, most people do. And there's definitely a shift in the right direction, at least. Many of these deep-seated rules and expectations of our place in the world are so ingrained in our unconscious minds that we revert to them, especially when things get tough. But there is something far greater at work also. Instinct. As women, many of us can feel the biological instinct to care for others. It's built into our DNA. Most of us haven't evolved at the same rate as society has and can feel conflicted when it comes to our role in the world. It takes far longer for our minds and bodies to evolve to an ever-changing environment than that change in the environment itself. It's this confliction with society's rules and expectations that can cause so much stress and anxiety. We can even create the same conflict within ourselves. Using the words should, could, would brings out these unhelpful beliefs, but it also helps us become aware of them. When you hear yourself saying, using the words should, could and would, take note. 
these rules, these expectations are made up. Someone has decided to create a new rule about anything and everything. And unless we are conscious of this, we can feel less than adequate and our confidence and self-esteem take a knocking. In today's world, you can be whatever you want to be. You can serve others. You can choose not to. My perspective is that as long as you're not hurting anyone else, you can live the way you want to. The issue comes when we don't want to live a particular way, but our instincts or modelling are too much in control. We feel overwhelmed by these things, these beliefs. Whatever they are, whether it's our perceived place in the hierarchy, for example, where many people feel like they don't have a voice, or perhaps wanting to be a homemaker rather than going out to work, or the other way around. Either way, we can feel anxious about not meeting expectations. I know many people who put other people on pedestals. They don't deserve to be there or don't want to be there. I have one friend who always calls me boss and very kindly classifies me as the best boss she ever had. It's flattering, but it doesn't make me feel a little awkward and self-conscious. All of this conflict, whether understood to be within ourselves or meeting the needs of or expectations of others, can, can add to our anxiety. When we don't feel like we're fitting in or accepted by the people around us, our fear response can be triggered. The innate need to belong triggers that fear response and anxiety as it sees it as danger. Of course, we know there isn't any danger, logically, but we still feel it. Understanding the mechanism of this bodily response is a big step in overcoming these innate, deep-seated, unhelpful beliefs and reactions. In the same way as a child throws a tantrum because something has triggered their emotions, whether called for or not, our unconscious mind triggers a response to something it sees as danger. We wouldn't necessarily chastise the child for the tantrum, nor should we chastise our unconscious mind. However, we don't need to join in. So what can we do? Firstly, quietly ask yourself, am I in danger? To be honest, in most cases, if you were really in danger and your mind thought that you were, your brilliant unconscious mind would have already taken decisive action, whether you liked it or not, like pulling you back from the road as, as the car speeds past. Secondly, ask yourself, what is my unconscious mind trying to tell me? What have I forgotten to do? What is the reminder? What should there is that word again, I'd be doing. My anxiety kicks in when I have a lot to do. It feels overwhelming or consuming and is really unhelpful because the fear response stops me from thinking. So it doesn't actually help at all. Trying to work out what my mind is trying to communicate, like you would with a child when, you're, when they're just starting to speak, is, is helpful to me. When I can understand the message, or at least try to, it relieves anxiety enough for me for my thinking mind to come back and re-engage. I've sort of soothed my unconscious mind by paying a little bit of attention to the message that it's trying to give me. I can then evaluate my list and take some action, remind myself of my priorities, of my focus, of my new beliefs, whatever is appropriate. In the case of serving others, one thing I say to myself is that I serve myself as much as I serve others. I share my compassion, wisdom and knowledge with myself as much as I do with others. This helps me keep balanced. So let me ask you, if you're a giver, a carer, or have a passion or belief to serve others, are you sharing your wisdom, knowledge and compassion with yourself just as much as you do with others? Let me know. 
Thanks for listening. Please like and share and let me know what you like so that I can provide more topics like this one. If you have a story of overcoming anxiety that you would like to share, please feel free to reach out to me. All my contact details are in the show notes below. Thank you for listening to today's show. Please follow or subscribe to get the latest episodes as soon as they're available. Whilst you are there, please also comment and review as it helps me and other listeners know what is good and what is not. If you would like to get in touch, feel free to reach out to me via the contact details in my show notes or through Facebook at Finding Freedom Club.